Hello, and welcome to day four of our 21-day weight loss challenge. So today, I want to speak to you about stress and the importance of understanding how stress can influence our weight and our daily choices, our sleep. So many things in our life are put haywire because of stress, and it could be good stress, it could be bad stress, but just want to give you a little bit of a understanding that there's this a complex relationship between stress and weight and stress, especially chronic stress, stress that's just kind of like reading an email that's um, from my boss or I have a deadline. My kids are run amok and I've got to take them six different places. I need to get ready to travel for the holidays or whatever. So much of the stress that we're constantly under and we lead such busy lives, we don't have any downtime. So it builds up into this kind of chronic stress, right? And that can significantly impact your weight and your overall health. Um, it triggers a release of a hormone called cortisol that can increase your appetite and cravings for unhealthy foods. Um, additionally, stress can lead to an emotional eating, right? Um, as a coping mechanism, making it harder to stick to healthy eating habits. And understanding and managing stress is a really crucial aspect of, of attaining and maintaining a healthy weight. So wanted to just speak to that a little bit. Everyone knows they're under stress, but what can we do about it, right? So we have the stress, but what is something that's easy to do, doesn't take a ton of time, but you see huge benefit from it? And one simple thing is a guided meditation practice. And it doesn't have to be anything difficult. It could be five to 10 minutes. Um, meditation can be a very effective tool for stress reduction. It kind of helps calm the mind, reduces your cortisol levels, and can just improve your, how you're feeling, like this emotional well-being. Um, so you can choose a few different things, but I wanted to share a story about what stress can also do to blood sugars. So I had a friend of mine who's an endocrinologist and he mentioned that he had seen this patient and she was on a, what we call a continuous glucose monitor. And the interesting thing was that she noted that whenever she spoke about a stressful situation in her life, this one had to deal with a family member, her blood sugar just went haywire. And he mentioned that during this visit, he understood, because she had mentioned this to him previously, that whenever she would think about it or talk about this particular family member with those blood sugars being really high or responding, you could see him climb on the CGM or continuous glucose monitor. He thought, well, let's see what happens. So she came into the visit, checked the blood sugar. It was like 120. He started asking her about this particular family member. She noticed that the blood sugar went from 120 to 300 in a matter of 15 minutes. I mean, just insane amount of of stress that must be induced by thinking about this particular family member. But it just really speaks to how we need to rethink how we engage with stress. So I'm going to talk about two different things. One is on the PDF, the handout that you can download at drmars.com. And it's about the meditation app. But then I also want to talk to you about something else called expressive writing. So the first thing that you can do is uh, download a meditation app. This could be Calm is a great one, Headspace. There's a variety of ones. Pick one that you like. You can really just, you know, download it. It has free, they have free sessions on there. You can also do YouTube. Again, just pick one that you like. Um, then you need to find a quiet space and time. And I would actually put this in on your calendar, schedule 
a time that you're going to set aside to deal with stress. Maybe it's the first thing in the morning, or maybe it's first, you know, first thing before you go to bed or the last thing before you go to bed. That time needs to be a regular habit. So building, remember, these small habits over the course of these 21 days, all of them together is what we're going to see that helps with the weight loss because there's so many triggers in weight gain, healthy mate, in unhealthy weight, maintaining unhealthy weight. It's such a complex situation, right? There's medications, there's stress, there's the food, there's um, genetics. There's so many things involved. But so we want to just touch upon all the different things that may factor in. And you may find something in this 21 days as we're investigating that really resonates with you and they really want to hang on to. And that'll be your door, right? You're opening that door into building these healthy habits. And that's what I see is if we can get someone moving in the right direction, it gets easier and easier to partake and make regular, consistent, good habits or healthy habits for the long run. But anyway, I got off on a tangent there. But if we download the app, find a quiet time, a regular time and a space that no one's going to bother you, get comfortable. It can be, you know, a couch, it could be in your bed, it could be in a chair, you could be sitting on the floor, whatever works for you and find a comfortable position, right? And you really want to be able to close your eyes and be in a, in a place that you feel safe. Um, so when you start the session, you just click on the app and you literally just listen to the voice and it tells you what to do. Many times these are body scans where they're, they're like, okay, focus on your feet. How do they feel? different things. Uh, then it moves up your body. I find that I don't make it up past my knees and I'm out. <laughs> so that might be something to consider um, when you're doing these type of apps. If you do it before you go to bed, that would be great for good relaxation. If there's a stressful time during the day, maybe you want to do this at lunch. Maybe you have a regular meeting that's difficult to uh, deal with and stresses you out. So that might be another uh, thing to consider. And you know, if your mind wanders with the app, which it many times will, what you want to do is just gently bring it back. There's no trying to fight the thoughts. You just kind of let them wash over you and leave you just the same. Now, the other thing I wanted to speak to is expressive writing. Really fascinating work. Um, I first heard about from the Huberman Lab podcast with Dr. Huberman, and I went down a rabbit hole, still in the rabbit hole. It was uh, James Pennebaker. He's a a social psychologist, I believe, um, at the University of Texas in Austin. And he first really started uh, doing research on the work of expressive writing or narrative psychology is another name for it. So basically there's this thing called the Pennebaker Protocol. And it's fairly simple. He also has a book and several books actually that you can do. You can just Google James Pennebaker and see the different books that he has available describing this in more detail and the research. Really fascinating research for well over 200 research articles substantiating the effect that this can have on you. So basically what it is, the simplified protocol is four days. They can be consecutive or once a week, but you want to have them completed within a month or so. So and it's basically you're doing a writing session for 15 to 30 minutes. And what you're doing is you're writing about something that's troubling to you. And the typical directions on these research projects are write about the most troubling or most traumatic event in your life that you struggle with. And remember, these writings and these essays of such 
are going to be just for your eyes only. So you can put yourself in a safe space so you don't feel like there's any social ramifications like because you're going to be sharing with someone. You're not. This is strictly for your eyes only. And what you do is you write continuously with, with no regard for grammar or spelling, sentence structure. It doesn't matter. Just continuously writing for a period of 15 to 30 minutes with a few things in mind. You write about the facts of the situation, how you felt during that situation, and then how you're feeling currently about the situation and then anything else that kind of bubbles up. So if let's say you are uh, writing and suddenly you have uh, a childhood friend bubbles up into your mind, go ahead and write about that well as well. But what you're seeing here is over the course of these four writing sessions is that yes, the first one may be very intense, emotional and stress provoking, but over the course of the next three days, you see well-being improve. And then there's some long-term effects that seem to be occurring several months or even years later where you have improved blood pressure, decreased stress, improved well-being, uh, less visits to the doctor. Um, when they did these studies, it was on college students. So they had half the rate of doctor visits, you know, going to the university clinic than others in their control group. So really, really fascinating. And he has got some research also in the late 90s published about asthma and rheumatoid arthritis also seeing improvements in symptoms. Now, is this a panacea for chronic disease? No, but I think it can be a very helpful tool about the weight loss because we can start exploring a few things that may be emotionally troubling us that make us look for food for as a coping mechanism. So that's why I wanted to bring up not only the meditation app for the daily stress but maybe there's something a bit deeper that you haven't been able to deal with or that you haven't integrated into the mind and like, okay, I, I've worked this out. I understand. I've written about my feelings. I can understand it as a complex thing that happened and now moving on beyond that. And of course, it doesn't mean that it's a one time and done, but it's certainly a, a path in the right direction. Now, of course, if you have someone who's got severe anxiety or depression other types of mental health issues, you should always be under the care of a professional. But this might be very, very helpful. And I'm really excited about utilizing it in a few of my other things like my glucose mastermind group and some and with patients as well. So I think this could be very, very valuable. So the writing assignment for today, outside of the expressive writing, if you choose to do that, is really identifying stress in your eating patterns, right? So when you're done with your meditation, I really would like you to use your journal to reflect on the relationship between your stress and your eating habits. Here's a few prompts. So let's say stress triggers, right? So you might want to think about and identify situations or factors that trigger stress in your life and how do they influence your mood and behavior? The first step into understanding or changing a behavior is actually analyzing it and seeing what the triggers are, being mindful of it, becoming more mindful. It's so very important. And then looking at the stress and eating habits, right? So how does stress affect your eating patterns? Do you notice a tendency towards emotional eating or craving certain types of foods? You know, again, we don't want you to turn away and try to fight the cravings. I just want you to turn towards them and just investigate them. Let's see what's going on. Um, coping mechanisms are your, what are your current methods of dealing or coping with stress? Are they healthy or do they contribute to unhealthy eating habits? Again, this is just an exploration phase. Um, mindfulness and stress. So reflect on your meditation experience. Did you notice any immediate changes in your stress levels or your thoughts about food? 
you know, how does your chest feel? Because I know that when I get stressed, sometimes it's like kind of a tighter feeling inside the chest or you might feel clenched. Do you feel more relaxed? Do you think things are, are relaxed in your shoulders and your neck? Something there to think about. And then strategies for improvement, right? So based on your observations, what are some of the strategies that you might implement to better manage stress outside of, let's say, the expressive writing or this meditation app? How do we help prevent this from negatively impacting your eating habits? So all in all, I hope that was helpful. So again, just the today was about stress and management of stress, looking at a few tools that can help us begin the journey of effectively dealing with stress on a daily basis and then exploring what that stress does to us on a daily basis. Like how are we um, dealing with stress? Even these small little habits can have a huge impact.